Up next, voices matter with Francisca Passion. In a democratic society, every voice counts. We are convinced that everyone has a meaningful story to tell. Our new feature, Voices Matter, is a platform to make your voice heard. I have two guests today on this episode of Voices Matter. Matteo, hello. Hi. You are going to the World Championships in Pokemon in August. Yes. How old are you, Matteo? Seven. Hi, you're very welcome. And since you are seven, yes, you brought your dad with you, Pedro. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you, Francisca. And welcome to our studio. Thank you very much for having us. You play together, right? Well, I play in the Masters Division And Matteo plays in the juniors division for the video game competition for Pokemon. And there are several types of competitions. Like, for example, there's a competition for video games. There's a competition for the trading card game that you can see a lot of kids collecting in the playground and school. And also Pokemon Go, which was, of course, a fad, I will have to say, back in, what, 2007? 17, something like that. I don't play it. And also another Pokemon game called Pokemon Unite. Since when do you play? I have been playing since the game started. So it's around 27 years. And you? Um. Mateo started playing in COVID lockdown, actually. 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you're the more successful one, apparently. Yeah. Do you have many friends who play too? Mm, yeah. Can you tell them their names? Liam and Elliot. Yeah, they are other players from Belgium, actually. Oh, okay, but not from not in school then. No. And if you say you started um, during the COVID lockdown, now. I imagine that playing such a game takes a lot of time, especially then if you want to go to a more competitive level and even the world championships. How does that work out with school and for you with work? Well, the COVID lockdown, we made a short pause during our, our day just to play Pokemon. We started casually, but now that we are currently into this competitive scene, Uh, we usually take a couple hours almost every day. And sometimes he doesn't have interest in playing Pokemon. He goes into other games, which is fine, or other activities. Like, for example, going to Scouts. And this year has been our first season in the competitive scene. So it has been quite nice to share it with Matteo. What does that mean, actually, if you play, what's the difference between playing in a competitive way and in a non-competitive way? Well, there's a lot of elements that goes between the casual gaming and the competitive. Let's call the casual gaming, you play the video game, you play the story that presents to you. You can collect and complete your Pokedex with all, let's say, over 1,000 Pokemon. That's one part of the game. And the other part is the competitive team where you, you have to build your team in order to 
beat other teams that are going to be, well, built around being the best. So there's a lot of strategies behind it because if you have one specific Pokemon, like let's call Pikachu, and the other person also has a Pikachu, you actually don't know how this Pikachu was trained. It could be super fast. It could be super strong. It could have a lot of uh, attack or a lot of life points. And you don't know the attacks in some cases. You don't know the attacks that they have or what's the strategy behind it. What is interesting with the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, game that we're playing on is that you can actually change the type or the the resistance that they have into other attacks. So you have to be aware of that. So what's your strongest Pokemon, Mateo? Um, I think King Gambit. What's that? Like what type of Pokemon is it? Um, it's dark. And? Steel. Ah, uh, yeah, steel. Mm-mm. And um, is this your favorite one or what? what is your favorite one? I think King Gambit. What is uh, what's the strongest attack? Um, cotton cleave. Cotton cleave. What does it do? How does it look like the attack? Yeah, like a like knife. a sword. Yeah, yeah, like a knife. What is for you so fascinating that you keep playing for so long? Like, why are you so attached to this game? Uh, for cards, really. Yeah. Every time that we go to a competition, either if you do really well or either if you lose all your games, the the tournament organizer give out some Pokemon trading card games. And he's really excited about that. The last time that we went to Torino, mm. how many did you got? Nine. Nine. So which tournaments have you participated so far? The first uh, one was in... Bo. The second one was in... Utrecht. Yeah, Utrecht. And next one we went to... Torino. That's correct, Torino. Those were the special and regional events or championships. And there are also some local events that are official and that can provide points. And those are called Premier Challenges. And we have gone to Lenaken and Aachen twice. Mm, which one was the most interesting, the most exciting one for you, Matteo? Mm, I think Utrecht. Why? Because I did most friends. Oh, you made new friends there? Yeah. Oh, nice. And are you excited now to go to the World Championship? Yeah. Where does that take place? Huh? Where? Japan. Okay. Uh, what are you most excited about? Mm, the cards, mostly. Are you excited to visit Japan? Yeah. Uh, and what do you want to eat there? Sushi. Sushi. So that's the motherland of Pokemon, isn't it? That's correct. That's where Pokemon was created. And for all Pokemon fans to have 
these World Championships back in Japan, which has been quite a long time. It's really a great opportunity to connect with the culture and get a lot of either plushies or cards and a lot of experiences. And there's going to be a tons of events in, in Japan to celebrate this, this、uh, World Championship. Have you ever been to Japan before? Never. This is our first time there. Okay, so you're probably just as excited as、uh, Matteo is. Oh, yeah. I'm over the top. <laughs> And for you, what is、uh, like the same question? What is so fascinating for you that you spent 27 years playing Pokemon? I believe that one of the first parts when you're a kid, you start. Collecting this Pokemon or catching this Pokemon, and then you find a friend that is also collecting the Pokemon, and they have other Pokemon that you don't have, so you have to trade. So there's a community being built behind it. Recently, we have been well connecting into this new city that we're living、uh, with other Pokemon fans, and they are building the community、uh, step by step because. It is not a common thing that most adults talk about because either they have lost interest or they are kind of ashamed of it, maybe. I don't know. But it is nice to, to meet new people and build relationships with them. In the case of Mateo, we have been able to fight along、uh, and practice with friends from London. Friends from the United States and also from, well, Belgium. Usually, when people talk about video games, it's often named as a counter argument that it、uh, destroys、um, social relations and stuff.、Um, so, you say actually exactly the opposite that it creates、um, that for you playing and video games. Esports do create social engagements and social, well, a community. Yeah,、um, I, I think that there's a community being built behind it locally and, well, internationally.、Uh, you can connect with these famous players or really strong players through Twitter, Discord, and they are really open to help out. For example, the team that we're building for Mateo. Is one that was built from a friend here in Luxembourg. And we have been building that specific one. And one Pokemon in particular that I got back in 2017, he's going to be able to use it、uh, because it's really strong. And it, the most important one is a shiny Pokemon. What's a shiny Pokemon? Mateo, what's a shiny Pokemon? There are the normal, but are almost all are normal, but the shiny ones are the ones that they have another color. Like Dragonite, he's, he's yellow, but shiny, he's green. That's correct. My dad hates it. That's like the special editions, like before when you had the cards, this, the ones with the golden frames. Or... Yeah, I kind of like that.、Um, the shiny Pokemon, let's call it, they're like the albino type of、uh, animals, I will have to say. Like you see, like a 
crocodiles that are white. Uh, well, it happens also in, in Pokemon. Uh, they have different colors. For example, the Magikarp, which is one of the most interesting Pokemons uh, because it doesn't do any attack. It is really bad until level 20. The normal type is red because it's a carp. And the shiny one, what's the color of a shiny one, Mateo? Yellow, like... Uh... Like gold. Gold, gold, yeah. So you have a useless Pokemon that is gold, but it is useless. <laughs> you do splash and nothing. Yeah. Even in water. Even in water. It doesn't do anything. The only attack that Magikarp has is Splash. And it doesn't do anything dam any damage. Uh, it's good for the collection. It's good for the collection. Okay. Um, and in this community, or well, the team that you've been talking about, are these uh, kids mainly? Or all? So we have mostly grown-ups that have been oh, playing since a couple years ago or even 26 years ago. And some of them already have kids that are going to either play or f find an interest in this collection of cards or the video game. But, for example, we have been able to play in local shops here for the video game and also the trading card game. And it's nice to see new people joining. In the place that I work in, I have offered some classes on how to how to play the play the trading card game. And there's a lot of colleagues who have kids that have been learning how to do that. Well thanks a lot for taking the time and for coming here to the studio. And good luck in Japan at the World Championship. You're still searching for sponsors for your trip, right? Yeah, that's correct. Japan is quite um, expensive to afford. Also, we because the season for for Pokemon just ended for us, we have to make the decision like, well, is he going to be able to attend or not? He's currently in position number either 13 or 14 from Europe, which is a really good position. And the Pokemon company provides a small travel award for the top 16 for Europe. And after taxes, because they have to tax it out, it's um, not a lot of money. So it's not possible to afford the whole trip for him. But we're making the effort to look for sponsors. And, well, that's it. So how do you do that? Can uh, Do you think about crowdfunding? Or can our listeners do anything to support you? So I have created a GoFundMe campaign. I think it works. I was also able to see that Payconic allows you to share a link that people can, can share it and... and provide some funding but we're still looking for sponsors okay maybe we can put the link on our website thank you thank you for coming in Pedro and Matteo
Those were Pedro and Matteo on Vices Matter. Matteo is seven years old and is probably going to represent Luxembourg at the Pokemon World Championship in August. If you want to support them to do their journey to Japan to participate at the World Championships, Check out our website there. You find a link that leads you to a webpage where you can help fund their trip. That was Voices Matter. At Era City Radio, we are convinced that every voice matters. Yours as well. If you want to share your story, contact us at listeners at era.lu or via Era City Radio's social media channel. 